Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you have an itchy dog? Do you have an itchy cat? Well, then the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly is on the air to answer those itchy questions. <laughs> today on the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly on CPL Radio. Welcome back to a new season of The Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly. I guess it's a new year, a new season, and you've been away for a while. I have, yeah. So, Feels like a long time. It has been some time since yeah. we've uh, been able to come on the radio and talk about critters. And uh, yes. so um, I hope you were uh, productive in your time away. <laughs> we're as busy as ever at work. Busier than ever, actually. Really? Oh, yeah, well, then you we're know. glad we're glad you those COVID you. pets. <laughs> COVID pets? Oh, All no. those COVID pets. Oh, yeah. no. Well, <laughs> pandemic pets is really what I should say. Are yes. you getting anyone who's coming and saying, my, my dog's my coughing dog a little. COVID. He's got a runny nose. So. <laughs> uh, really, no, but a few people have asked, and we're like, well, yeah, our lab will run the test, but you'll have to pay for it. <laughs> At which so, time they lose all interest right, at that we point. We haven't done any testing on pets. And good, really, you know, that's yeah, it wouldn't change anything at home <laughs> anyway. So. Try to get a mask on your cat. They'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Real good. So, um, so allergies, specifically yeah. food allergies. I was uh, going to talk about food allergies yeah. in dogs and cats. And um, I believe that people are very interested in food allergy because, I don't know, somehow they hear about it a lot. Um, and I don't know if that's because there's a lot of food allergies in kids and in people, or if it's because um, the pet food industry, you know, kind of likes to make people think about changing their foods a lot. We smell money. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, quite possibly. So out of all of the truly allergic pets out there, so there's itchy pets, some of them have allergies. Of all the dogs, for example, who have allergies, itchy skin is their symptom, 10 to 25% have true food allergy. So it makes up a not a big proportion of our allergic, itchy dogs. Sure. Yeah, so 10 to 25%, that's kind of a wide range, but nonetheless, that's, that's the statistic. <laughs> um, so a food allergy is different from a food sensitivity. 
So a food allergy is an immune-mediated reaction in the body. The immune system is responsible for allergies. A food sensitivity or food intolerance is more of a a GI-mediated issue, such as um, some people are intolerant of lactose. That's not an allergy. You're not allergic to dairy. That's different. You are unable to break down lactose and you get GI symptoms because of it. That's a food intolerance or a food sensitivity. It's not a food allergy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, So what are our pets allergic to in their foods? Indeed, I'm sure there's a uh, a list. Yes, there's there are lists. <laughs> oh, let's well, let's do it a classic uh, Casey Kasem top forty okay. style. What's number one here in the what land? Is in the number food? one yeah. in the United States. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing because in the UK, the number one um, protein allergen for dogs is mutton. Oh, we don't feed that to our dogs here, but uh, our num- our number one is beef. Okay, sure. Yeah, so the proteins, the common proteins that are in pet foods are the most common allergens okay. that things they become allergic to. So beef, uh, chicken. Then there's also dairy and egg and soy. I don't know where they're getting soy, but oh, that's a common allergen too. For cats, it's beef, chicken, and fish. A lot of cats are actually allergic to fish, even though there's frequently fish flavoring in cat foods, oh, and they sure. do like it. Except mine. She hates fish. Yeah. Weird. I although think I, mine do, yeah. too, actually. Although I just gave her a... We, we were down... <laughs> We were down to like one can, and it happened to be a fish one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and cracked it open last week. And she hadn't had fish in forever, and she devoured it. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, suddenly, it was oh, this okay. new thing yeah, in a way." Yeah, absolutely. So maybe she forgot you know, she didn't like fish. She- <laughs> it's been so long; she forgot she didn't like fish. <laughs> She's getting older, so yes. <laughs> Giving her a lot yeah, of credit, food aren't Food aversions go away when you're senile. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that means in 20 years I'm going to love onions. Yep. <laughs> Good to hear. Uh, and then, let's see, uh, one other common um, allergen which belongs on that list, but it's not protein, would be wheat. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we do like to, well, people like to think that their pets, when they have food allergies, are allergic to grains, but it's much more common that it's the protein sources in the food rather than the carb sources, which AKA are the grains. Okay. Yeah. So you see a lot of grain-free foods and people think, well, my pet has itchy skin. Maybe it's food allergy. I should switch to a grain-free food. Mm. Okay, there's a little chance that that might work, <laughs> but um, most of the time it's the proteins that are the culprit. Interesting. So are there tests that you can run there wow. in your, you know, like a scratch tests or something? Which Excellent I'm sure, I'm sure uh, the animals would love a good scratch test. They'd be thrilled. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do do those for environmental allergens okay. in animals when we are um, to the point where it's like, okay, we got to desensitize this animal. They're, they do do the skin testing. Oh, boy. Um, there <laughs> exist blood tests for mm-hmm. food allergies and in pets. Um, however, they are... Not reliable and very unproven. And the logic is, okay, a lot of allergies are mediated by an immunoglobulin in our bodies called IgE. And that's what the tests detect. They Uh. detect IgE against, say, this protein or that protein or this, you know, grass and this pollen. But food allergies in pets are also largely mediated by cell-mediated immunity rather than immunoglobulin, and there's no test for that. Oh, boy. Yeah, so the 
uh, blood tests that are available are really eh, they're, okay. they're not that helpful. What's the best test then for figuring out if it's really food allergy? <laughs> Your pet has to go on a true hypoallergenic diet trial that lasts for a minimum of eight to 10 weeks. Oh boy. So you could have eight weeks of um, a kind of unhappy pet, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So once a pet stops eating anything that they are allergic to, the reaction in their skin, which causes them to itch, starts getting better usually around week three. And by eight weeks, 90% of them are in remission, Okay, which means there's still another 10% who, if they have food allergy, need a little bit longer okay. in order to get relief. Yeah. Okay. So it takes a long time for the reaction in the skin to stop. So if you one day, or if a dog one day stops eating everything they're allergic to, it's weeks before they feel better. Sure, it's not sure. a quick test at all. Just kind of hangs on. Yeah. yeah. So, and it principally uh, shows up via skin. So we're talking itchy or I mean, yes. are there, okay. Other symptoms that you might see uh, would be some GI symptoms. So chronically loose stool, a small percentage of food allergic pets who present to um, the allergy specialists of the veterinary world who are the veterinary dermatologists. Sure. Um, they, <laughs> about 10% of the food allergic pets they see actually present with seizures. Oh, no. I know. Oh, that's a bad day. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I've certainly seen many dogs who have seizures, but it's uh, almost always epilepsy. And sure. I can't say that I've ever known a dog with food allergy who presents with seizures, yeah. but, you know, maybe I've seen him and not yeah, known. Something. That's quite possible. Is there a dog breed that food allergies are more um, prevalent in, like a specific Absolutely. breed? Okay. Absolutely. So not so in cats, um, but in dogs, we see a lot. We see more food allergies specifically in West Highland White Terriers. Mm. Um, so Westies. Yep. Um, German Shepherds. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> They're almost on every list in yeah. vet school for every disease. It's kind of sad. Um, <laughs> what the heck's wrong with those? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's going on in Germany? <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I don't know if it's just the, the American German Shepherd lines or if it's really all German Shepherds all over the world. Boxers and Pugs would be the other two oh, Pugs breeds. have got a lot of weird stuff going on anyway, don't they? <laughs> they do. No offense they, to Pugs. They but don't need whiz. food allergies, but they've got them. Get those bug-eyed, yeah. uh, you know. I personally... <laughs> I definitely see it in um, the top, the the first three I mentioned, the Westies, the German Shepherds, and for sure the Boxers. And food allergies tend to present pretty young. Mm. So these are tend to be young dogs. However, food allergy can develop at any age. Oh, boy. That's quite possible because their immune systems are capable of becoming newly sensitized to different things, including foods at any point in their lives. Mm. But... Food allergic pets tend to be young. Okay. Yeah. So you can uh, catch it early and hopefully uh, give them a better quality of life straight right. out of the gate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, because it definitely does affect their everyday quality of life if you're okay. chronically itchy all over your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We are a chihuahua who seemed to maybe be doing that. But again, it was very inconclusive. This was 20 years ago. So, I yeah. mean... The vet told us to try some of this, like oatmeal shampoo. Was a shoe. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> and that that seemed to help. A it little helps bit. temporarily. Right. It was anytime not... they have itchy skin, a kind of um, lukewarm bath, mm-hmm. honestly, of any kind of soap is going to help temporarily. Sure, sure. Yeah. So on their worst days, 
hey, a bath will help. Okay. Even if yeah. it's only for that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lovely Thursday. Um, <laughs> okay, interesting. Now, with cats, like you said, it's sort of yeah. weird and inconclusive, and there's not a lot of information out there. Is it, I mean, what, what, what do we do about a uh, What do we do about an itchy uh, cat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so really the same thing. We want to get, the, we want to say, well, let's try to figure out why is this cat chronically itchy. Um, one thing we would try uh, at some point would be a hypoallergenic diet trial. So what does that okay. mean? What, do they, what, what should they cat, eat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are two general categories of food that can accomplish a, a good hypoallergenic diet trial. One would be to say, well, this pet has to eat something that they have never eaten before in terms of all the proteins in the food. Pizza. And uh, <laughs> well, now see, there's wheat, there's dairy. <laughs> um, Good there, pizza. There could be beef on it. I'm not talking little Caesars here. I'm talking like you know, <laughs> Tomasos. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> uh, so feeding them novel ingredient diets. So wow. what's an example of that? So uh, for cats, that could be. Um, Let's see, a popular one would be rabbit and potato or duck and pea. They sell like rabbit for cats at the stores? I've never. So (laughs) that brings up another issue. (laughs) There are limited ingredient diets available out in pet stores, uh, but when tested, Uh anywhere from 33 to 83% of them, depending on the brand and the specific food, contain detectable levels of proteins that are not listed on the ingredients. Okay. So oh, you know when you buy a candy bar and it doesn't have any peanuts in it, but it says this is produced in a facility that right. where they process <laughs> yes. peanuts too? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's happening. Or my favorite, other natural flavors. Yeah, so yes. the company is making a limited ingredient diet, but because the same equipment also makes regular, non-limited ingredient diets, there's detectable levels of chicken or beef or soy or dairy or whatever. So they're not cleaning up the cleaning off their cutlery is what you're saying. Yeah, they they aren't held um to the same standards as what we call quote unquote prescription foods. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Prescription foods meaning only sold through veterinarians or veterinary pharmacies, Mm -hmm. including online, you know, places. Sure. Sure. Um those are held to higher standards and they are far Cleaner, meaning they don't contain the background trace levels of Absolutely. stuff that can produce the same level of reaction. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So unique it's... ingredient diets are one way of accomplishing a hypoallergenic diet trial. Yeah. The other way, the other category, which wasn't around 20 years ago, um, would be hydrolyzed diets. Diets in which every molecule of protein in that diet has been broken down to a size that's too small for the immune system to recognize. Oh, okay. So it could contain beef or chicken or wheat or corn or dairy or soy, but the immune system doesn't see it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they work really well. Pretty high tech. It is pretty high tech. They're pretty high tech. (laughs) And I love that we have those hydrolyzed diets now because if I have a very young patient who's pretty suspicious already for food allergy sure, sure. their their immune system is probably still in its sensitization phase meaning if i switch them to a unique or a limited ingredient diet yeah. they're going to become allergic Sure, They're sure. still at a stage where they're going to develop a new allergy. So I could make them allergic to rabbit. I could make them allergic to duck. I could make them allergic to venison. Um, 
And so I can put them on a hydrolyzed diet and not create a new allergy during that sensitization period. You, you vets have this magician, you know, magical powers. <laughs> I I'm wish. Gonna, I'm going to make you uh, <laughs> allergic is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, so I've got two burning questions oh, here. Okay. <laughs> uh, the first one being, you see, especially there's a company I think called Blue, and I'm going to try to sure. single them out, but yeah. they actually do some... I think somewhat disingenuous advertising where they'll just have pet owners say, my pet's allergic to wheat and I put him on blue and now they've got these blue life source bits and everything and now he's perfect. And I thought, that really sounds like pet owners self-diagnosing. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, mm, I, don't, sure. I didn't hear the presence of a veterinarian <laughs> anywhere in their pitch. So do you get a lot of pet owners who just make this yes. judgment call themselves? And yes. it just sounds problematic. Absolutely. It just sounds And like, it's troubling. fine. It's like, whatever, we'll just roll with it. You know, I don't care if your dog never eats beef again. It's fine. <laughs> dog cares? Where's my beef? Hey, come on. Where's the beef? Uh, okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the other question, which kind of turns things on its ear a little bit, but I just noticed this last week and I thought, I wish I was, Dr. Kelly was around and now you're here, so I have to ask. I noticed that ProPlan, the Purina ProPlan line, which is what we feed our critters, um, is now selling a food for cats that specifically will make them less allergic for people, like uh, people uh, who are allergic yeah. to cats. Is this a real thing right now? Because the first time I saw oh, it was last boy. week, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is my wife is uh, very allergic to cats and lives with them. And so this pro plan now is saying, we will something in our food makes their the oils mm-hmm. or their fur, their dander, whatever, yes. can actually break that down a little bit and make you less allergic to your cat. I'll is this real? It is real, but I'll admit I haven't yet learned how it's supposed to work. Okay. And <laughs> again, I, I know I've probably said this in, in the past, but what most people who are, including me, who are allergic right. to cats are <laughs> as allergic a cat owner. to, yes, as a cat owner, um, what most of us are allergic to is a protein in the saliva. Right. Which, yes. and I, I believe actually this pro plan brought that up in their ad yes. advertising too. And yeah. I just thought, so my if goodness. there's something in the food that either breaks that down while yeah. it's in the mouth, however, knowing that cats are, you know, all of us are making saliva all the time. Right. Um, you and know, cats are spreading their saliva all over their all bodies. All over their fur when they clean themselves. Right. Exactly. Constantly. That's that's the problem. Certainly, it's certainly. everywhere. Right, right. <laughs> Never stops. So I have heard of that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's something to it, but I don't know for the average allergic cat allergic person, yeah. how big of a difference does it make? And is it effective for hours or is it effective sure. all the time? Right. I don't know. Well, if they're eating the same food every day, I guess. Even yeah. if it's just for a few hours, you'll eventually right. get through most I, of your day. My cat eats at <laughs> six, so therefore I can interact with him between eight and ten and be okay. <laughs> is it something like that? I can only smooch my know. kitty at 9.42 yeah. a.m. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll have, to, I'll have to learn about that. It, yeah. I, there hasn't been a lunch and learn scheduled yet <laughs> with that topic. So. Well, hopefully I uh, <laughs> prompted some Something. Uh, keep us in the loop here at uh, the Radio Vet. So, All right, well, any uh, parting uh, thoughts on uh, this uh, oh, topic? We... Well, let's see. I would say if you have an itchy dog or cat, uh, and you've tried switching foods uh, as far as you know, not only brands but also sure. you know the the main ingredients, I would say that because those are likely what we call over-the-counter diets, meaning regular foods. Yet definitely keep in mind you haven't done a real hypoallergenic diet trial (laughs) because these foods still, you know, all contain, we know, trace amounts of 
you know, everything else that those same machines process. And sure. therefore, you know, they just aren't clean enough to actually diagnose food allergies. Yes. yes. <laughs> Even though you are a listener and we appreciate it of the radio vet, it does not make you an actual vet. <laughs> so you should go visit. You could go visit Dr. Kelly, actually, who is uh, practicing. Although maybe, you know, maybe maybe take a few days, weeks later because it sounds like you're pretty busy. Yeah, we're sadly busy. Overly so, busy right uh-oh. now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Something if, about the season? If or? you're a brand new... No, it, it's, it really is directly related to the pandemic yeah interesting more people got new puppies okay um, all right and pets in general and a lot of people delayed care so we're still catching up on routine care that was due over the summer sure and then there's the normal stuff on top of it absolutely oh boy oh well (laughs) i wanted to come bring my terrier over to say hello to you but i'll hold off a few more weeks (laughs) we'll see you in june Oh boy, he better take care of himself. All right, this has been the radio vet with Dr. Kelly, the uh, the premier veterinary uh, radio show and podcast on CPL Radio. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.